Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy building podcast. We are broadcasting from our studios of the Big House in Marietta, Ohio, and today is day 961 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. Creating a biblical worldview is important to have a proper perspective on today's current events. To establish a biblical worldview, it is required that we have a proper understanding of God's Word. Especially in our Western cultures, though, we don't fully understand the scriptures from the mindset and the cultures of the authors. In order to help us all have a better understanding of some of the more obscure passages in God's Word, we are investing Wisdom Wednesdays reviewing a series of essays from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. And he has compiled these essays into a book called, I Dare You Not to Bore Me with the Bible. If we are not studying God's Word regularly and living by its precepts, we may have a very tainted perspective of God from some of the Old Testament passages. Today's essay, we will explore the bizarre visions for the worst of times. We are prone to make assumptions about God and His favor toward us when life has us down due to sin, mistakes, or incomprehensible circumstances. Of all the scripture passages that we might turn to during these times of grief, the bizarre visions that opened the book of Ezekiel would not register high on our list. However, reading this passage in its original ancient context in mind reveals a powerful message for its original recipients and for every believer since. The first section we want to look at is the Babylonian context of it. If you have never read the visions contained in the book of Ezekiel, it is an unusual and fascinating read. Ezekiel had his visions while he was in Babylon as one of the captive exiles, and this is noted in Ezekiel chapter 1 verses 1 through 3. Comparing his vision to the Babylonian iconography reveals that Ezekiel saw a divine throne chariot of the heavens, widely described in the ancient biblical world. Just as human kings had chariots, so did the deities of those worlds. It is said that the deity would traverse the heavens in his chariot throne, inspecting his domain and exercising authority over it. In Ezekiel's vision, this throne sits above the surface of the expanse. In Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 26, which is the same word used in Genesis chapter 1, verses 6 through 8 for the heavens. Psalms chapter 29, verse 10, and Psalms chapter 150, verse 1, also gives us a snapshot of God's abode. Back to the divine throne, though, Will supported this chariot throne, along with four unusual creatures identified as cherubim in Ezekiel chapter 10, verse 4. Each creature had four faces, one of a human, a lion, an eagle, and an ox as described in Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 10. Next to each cherub were four gleaming wheels, which is described in Ezekiel chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. These wheels were set on edge since they were described as tall in Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 18. They had wheels within the wheel. That is, each one had at least one concentric circle within it. The vision describes the outer wheel or rim of each wheel having eyes, which is translated from the Hebrew word ayin. The prophet Daniel, who was also in Babylon as an exile, described the very same blazing throne with wheels in Daniel chapter 7, verse 9. What is the context of this vision? The four faces of the four animals, or cherubim, corresponds to the iconography of the Babylonian zodiac. Each represents a seasonal constellation in Babylon's astrology. And each face, or constellation, also represented one of the directions north, south, east, and west. 
This is also referred to as quadrants in the sky. Babylonians knew that the heavens were connected to what happened on earth, such as times, seasons, crops, and weather. The Babylonians believed that their gods controlled these functions. Information about the stars was laid out on the Mesopotamian astroballs, which were clay tablets whose concentric circles could well correspond to the wheels within a wheeled imagery. English translations of Ezekiel vision often break down at this point, where the prophet describes eyes on the rims of the wheels. The Hebrew word ayin occurs in a number of places throughout Ezekiel's visions, but it is not always translated the same word. At times it is translated as eyes, and if we look at the New Living Translation as an example, ayin occurs six times in chapter 1 in verses 4, 7, 16, 18, 22, and 27, but it is only translated eyes in verse 18. In the version's description of the wheels and several other verses, the word ayin is translated as sparkled, such as in Ezekiel chapter 10, verse 9. Since ancient astronomical texts commonly describe shining stars as eyes, the Hebrew word ayin can refer to stars or their sparkling appearance. Many translators miss this possibility, failing to consider the astronomical context portrayed by these four faces. But what is the meaning of these visions that Ezekiel had? During their time in exile, the Jewish captives might have easily believed that Yahweh had abandoned them forever. Likewise, the Babylonians could have simply assumed that their gods had defeated Yahweh and ruled the heavens and the earth unchallenged. But Ezekiel's imagery sends a message to the Jews in exiles and to their Babylonian captors, and both of their assumptions are flawed. Yahweh had not been defeated, nor had he turned away from his people Israel. He remained seated in his chariot throne at the center of his domain, which is the entire cosmos. When we read Ezekiel chapter 1 through ancient eyes, we can feel the same hope for today. Even in the midst of difficult circumstances, we can know that there is an all-powerful God active and present in our lives. There is so much imagery in Ezekiel that it is overwhelming just trying to picture it, let alone grasp its meaning. I encourage you to invest some time studying Ezekiel's vision and considering the great God who reigns from his throne chariot. Ezekiel chapter 1 verses 26 through 29 is just a glimpse of his splendor. Above this surface was something that looked like a throne made of blue lapis lucili. And on this throne was a figure whose appearance resembled a man. From what appeared to be his waist up, he looked like a gleaming amber flickering like fire. And from his waist down, he looked like a burning flame shining with splendor. All around him was a glowing halo, like a rainbow shining in the clouds on a rainy day. This is what the glory of the Lord looked like to me. When I saw it, I fell face down on the ground, and I heard someone's voice speaking to me. Well, that will wrap up our essay for today. Next Wisdom Wednesday, we will continue with the Old Testament as we look at Dr. Heiser's next essay titled, Answers from the Dead Sea Scrolls. I believe that you'll find this another interesting topic to consider as we build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow, we will continue with our three-minute humor nugget that will provide you with a bit of cheer, which will help you to lighten up and live that rich and satisfying life. So encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to in the past 960 treks or read the Wisdom Journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. 
I encourage you to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts so that each day's truck will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Truck Podcast and Journal. And as we take this truck of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward. Enjoy your journey and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.